Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And as we've said many times over, making a movie is bloody hard work. Between the high-stress, pressure-filled nature of a film shoot and the millions of dollars that are on the line, it can mean that flare-ups between members of the cast and crew are pretty commonplace, typically due to disagreements about a film's given direction. But sometimes things escalate all the way to the top and results in actors falling out with the directors. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 movie actors who refuse to talk to directors on set. Number 10. Val Kilmer, Batman Forever. It's no secret whatsoever that Val Kilmer has a reputation for being a major pain in the ass to work with throughout the 1990s, frequently clashing with co-stars and directors alike. This included Batman Forever, where Kilmer grew frustrated with the constrictive nature of the Batman suit and consequently lashed out at members of the crew. Kilmer's altercations with the crew caused director Joel Schumacher to step up and have his own physical pushing match with the actor, which is how Schumacher described it in his own words. This led to Kilmer refusing to speak to him for an entire two weeks of filming. He said he was badly behaved, he was rude and inappropriate. I was forced to tell him that this would not be tolerated for one more second. Then we had two weeks where he did not speak to me, but it was bliss. In an interview shortly before his 2020 death, Schumacher reiterated that Kilmer was psychotic despite praising his performance. Evidently, it was probably for the best for everyone involved that Kilmer didn't return for the pretty terrible follow-up Batman and Robin, where he was replaced by George Clooney. Number 9. Eddie Murphy, Coming to America It may be heralded as an unassailable comedy classic today, but production on the hugely popular 1988 Eddie Murphy vehicle Coming to America was anything but smooth sailing. As profiled in a recent episode of Netflix's The Movies That Made Us, Murphy and director John Landis got into a fiery argument after Murphy's production company, Eddie Murphy Productions, stalled paying an agreed salary to the film's writers. Landis called Murphy out on it, apparently in a rather joking manner at first, which nevertheless led to an incident where Murphy allegedly grabbed Landis in a headlock prompting Landis to storm off the set. He eventually returned to the production after learning that he wouldn't be paid if he didn't complete the film. The director then met with Murphy, upon which the two agreed to finish the project, but were no longer friends, leading to them being non-communicative for the rest of the shoot. Landis would reportedly speak to Eddie through his uncle Ray Murphy Sr., who played the small role of Stu in the film, while the first assistant director would relay messages from Murphy to Landis. Oof. 
Number eight, Warren Beatty, Ishtar. By all accounts, 1987's adventure comedy dud Ishtar was an absolutely nightmarish shoot, defined by production overruns which almost doubled its budget to a massive $51 million, and the squabbling between star Warren Beatty, director Elaine May, and cinematographer Vittorio Stararo. The Monaco shoot was an absolute disaster. Director May was deeply uncomfortable throughout the harsh desert shoot and suffered from a toothache which she refused to have treated locally. This surely only exacerbated her disagreements with producer Star Beatty, who she felt sided with DP Storaro during most of the on-set disputes. Furthermore, May came to blow with female lead Isabella Gianni, who not so coincidentally happened to be Beatty's partner at the time. According to co-star Dustin Hoffman, for much of the shoot, Beatty and May just weren't on speaking terms, but settled on an agreement to shoot each disputed scene twice, once his way and once hers. Ultimately, having so much footage to choose from, reportedly 108 hours of dailies did little to help the end product, which was a critical and commercial failure in addition to winning May a worst director Razzie. Number 7. Linda Fiorentino Dogma Kevin Smith's Dogma is such a ludicrously entertaining piece of work that it's actually difficult to picture the set having much of a hostile vibe at all, but according to Smith himself, he had major issues with the lead actress Linda Fiorentino, who played protagonist Bethany Sloan. Smith claims that Fiorentino had hang-ups about her co-stars, which made the shoot far more dramatic than it ever needed to be. He said, Linda created crisis and trauma and anguish. She created drama while we were making a comedy. She was ticked off that there were other people in the movie who were more famous than she was. According to Smith himself, the situation was bad enough that Fiorentino wouldn't speak to him on some shooting days, making him regret that he actually went to bat to cast her in the first bloody place. Unlike other conflicts on this list, however, time seemed to heal this wound, as Fiorentino wrote to Smith following his 2018 heart attack to wish him well, and Smith said this of the experience. It had been years since I'd spoken with Linda and I got an email from her, and of course I was thankful to hear from her and it gave me a chance to say I'm so sorry that I ever said those things years ago. It gives you a chance to make amends. So that was my favourite one. I'd heard from so many people, but that one really stood out to me. Number six, Alec Guinness, Bridge on the River Kwai. The Bridge Over the River Kwai is a surefire classic film from master director David Lean. Though the lengthy location shoot caused cast and crew relations to deteriorate, especially between Lean and star Alec Guinness. Guinness, who took the role of Colonel Nicholson after being initially reluctant to accept it, disagreed with Lean about how the part should be played. This came to a head in the latter stages of shooting, by which point Guinness and Lean were refusing to speak to one another. Reportedly, the English cast were so hostile to Lean that he told them, now you can all f*** off and go home, you English actors. And when William Holden arrived to shoot his scenes, Lean said, thank God that I'm starting to work tomorrow with an American actor. Despite getting on well with Lean, Holden's presence only further strained the mood on set, with Guinness decrying the actor's love to pontificate while apparently boasting of his career successes. None of this animosity evidently hurt the final film, which won seven Oscars, including Best Picture, alongside respective Best Director and Best Actor Oscars for Lean and Guinness. So a rather happy ending then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Number five, Wesley Snipes, Blade Trinity. The story of Wesley Snipes' behaviour on Blade Trinity are practically legendary at this point, mythologised so hilariously by Snipes' co-star Patton Oswalt. The film was a majorly troubled production from the outset due to Snipes being dissatisfied with both the script and the decision to let writer David S. Goyer, who penned all three films in the series, actually direct it. This primed a noxious atmosphere from the outset as Snipes routinely clashed with Goyer to the extent that he outright refused to film some scenes and, according to Oswalt, spent a long time getting stoned in his trailer instead. This forced Goya to rely on stand-ins and even employ visual effects to complete Snipes' performance. Things got so bad that Snipes allegedly became violent with Goya, prompting the director to hire local bikers to act as his protection. For much of the shoot, Snipes refused to speak to the director and even some of his co-stars, instead using post-it notes and his assistants to communicate things. Snipes has, of course, denied these accounts, though tellingly not a single one of his fellow cast members has stepped up to defend him. Unsurprisingly, the film is not good. And that's if we're being polite. Number four, Sean Penn, The Falcon and the Snowman. One of Sean Penn's first major roles was in the 1985 spy drama The Falcon and the Snowman, where he worked under veteran three-time Best Director Oscar nominee and one-time winner John Schlesinger. But Penn and Schlesinger never saw eye to eye during production, having different ideas for what his character should be, an argument which became heated enough that they apparently stopped speaking. In a 2004 interview, Penn said this of the experience, I had difficulty with John because he wanted my character to be something that I didn't think had anything to do with the story. Dustin Hoffman told me that he was jealous that I'd won his crown from Schlesinger as the most unprofessional actor that he'd ever worked with. The way I see it, if the actor's instincts are against the grain of the directors, then the director cast the wrong guy. The director has got to support the instincts of the actor every time. You can compromise and fit the director's moulds, but the spark of spontaneity will be gone. Now, given that Penn has a fair rep for being a difficult presence on movie sets and has said himself that he's not good with humans, we're going to give this one to Schlesinger. Number three, Lon Chaney, The Phantom of the Opera. 1925's The Phantom of the Opera may be regarded today as a classic of the silent era, but that's basically a miracle given the film's friction-filled production. Director Rupert Julian had a reputation for his uncompromising personality, causing him to bristle up against not only Studio MGM, but also most of the cast and crew, especially his equally steadfast lead actor, Lon Chaney. Julian and Chaney had clashed enough that mediators had to be brought in to facilitate 
facilitate communications between them, who had given up speaking altogether by the end of the shooting. Cinematographer Charles Van Enger was largely responsible for acting as a messenger between the pair, and in one instance upon delivering Julian's directors to Cheney, the actor replied, tell him to go to hell. Ultimately, the catastrophic production led to massive reshoots with input from three additional directors, including Cheney himself, all of whom went uncredited for their extensive work reshaping the film. While initial critical response was mixed, The Phantom of the Opera endures today as an unassailable horror masterwork, largely thanks to Cheney's indelible performance. Number 2. Brad Pitt, World War Z The fact that World War Z managed to score both solidly positive reviews and a healthy box office is nothing short of a miracle, given that it had one of the most infamously troubled shoots of any blockbuster film from the last decade. Almost the entire third act was a reshoot over the course of seven weeks, unsurprisingly causing tensions to flare up amongst the crew, particularly star producer Brad Pitt and director Mark Forster. Reports alleged that Pitt and Forster weren't even speaking to one another throughout the extensive reshoots, with Forster's notes for Pitt even being given to him through a rotation of three different production members. The matter was further complicated by Pitt's status as a producer, giving him the authority to challenge Forster's creative calls and causing the post-production process to be dragged out by their conflicting visions. For his part, Forster has denied all of this, but the specificity of the reports corroborated by multiple sources suggests that they are indeed factual. And number one, Henry Fonda. Mr. Roberts. Henry Fonda's lengthy partnership with legendary filmmaker John Ford came to an unceremonious end with 1955's Oscar-winning dramedy Mr. Roberts. Fonda, who won a Best Actor Tony Award for playing the title role on the stage, took major issue with the concessions Ford had accepted to get the film made, namely offering a more flattering portrayal of the US Navy in order to secure their cooperation on the project. Fonda felt that this excessively softened the film's themes and characters, resulting in a confrontation where Ford allegedly punched Fonda. Ford apologized to his star, but the damage had been done, with Fonda reportedly refusing to speak to Ford for the rest of the shoot. Heartbreakingly, Fonda never worked with Ford again, though did speak fondly of the filmmaker in the 1971 documentary directed by John Ford, released shortly before Ford's death. But breaking off a professional relationship once it devolves into fisticuffs is pretty understandable, as much of a shame as it was. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.